0: You have to beat me to get me off.
1: Hello, and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level six. Halo Boom Unity for the Wii U. <laughs> we're back for another week of fantastic gaming news, and we have a whole hell of a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, I am, first off the bat, the Reverend Shane O'Hare, and to my immediate, immediate right, what are what are reverends in, in French called, Derek?
2: Uh, I've never spoken a word of French in my life, so... We're-
1: you're a Canadian, basically, you're basically a Frenchman. What kind I, of Canadian we,
2: are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, someone from the West Coast. Mm, West side.
1: Yeah, uh, West and- side.
2: I, uh... Yeah, I'm the slightly less Halo virgin, but still mostly Halo virgin, Derek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that other voice that was challenging his Canadian uh, heritage was the illustrious Josh Jackson. Uh, are there any police helicopters circling your house tonight?
3: Oh no, not tonight. I think that they, I think that they've pretty much filled on their prison quota for the week. <laughs> I now, I now feel like it would have been better
2: to say bonjour. As I introduced myself, but that moment's passed, so I won't mention it.
1: <laughs> oh, you fucked up. Um, <laughs> and uh, last on our list, the illustrious Juan Carlos.
0: Hi. Uh, can I be the archdiocese? If- <laughs>
1: archdiocese.
0: Archdiocese Juan Carlos.
1: Señor Marquez. <laughs> well, if
3: everyone else is going to be some kind of a church person, I volunteer to be the choir boy. <laughs> I will be each and every one of your choir boys <laughs>
1: Ooh, the implications are very uh, uh, enticing I don't know what I'll, what I'll be um, uh, I'll be the Reverend Horton Heat
0: Hey, that's a good choice <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, let's kick off with the first thing on our list right now uh, Back last week, we uh, talked about some shared screens that um, For Just Cause 3 and there was a lot of, like, worry in that in one of them, it alluded to the game possibly being free-to-play or having microtransactions. And they, the internet got their pitchforks ready, got their torches going, they were ready to go. And the folks over at Avalanche Studios uh, two days ago, yesterday, today, anyway, it doesn't matter. You're listening now, um, did a full announcement. Uh, they're going to have the cover on Game Informer this month. And they specifically said, in quote, it will be distributed as a retail box and digital download game. It is not free to play, and it does not feature in-game microtransactions. Um, and the collective internet, uh, there was 50-50 take on either being very, very you know relieved or pissed that they couldn't you know lynch somebody over microtransactions. So,
3: oh, for a know. second I thought you were going to say upset about not having the option, but
1: <laughs> I guess that's you know the kind of the same thing. Mm. I. I, I wasn't too worried i reserved my judgment but i'm i'm excited for my copy of game informer to show up so i can look at the cover and use that as a mouse pad in my office and never <laughs> open it
2: you know what uh, you know what i've always wondered hmm. and it might be a simple question is it just cause or is it just cause because i book i go back and forth
1: well um back when it uh sorry <laughs> i'm moving my head i've always wondered uh,
2: but never cared enough to look it up
1: it's just cause, like a just cause, because yeah. um, you're playing a CIA guy trying to take over a, um, uh, I don't know, it, it was uh, like a Venezuela type country with a dictator. But me and my friends always joked that it was just cause because in the game you could do the most absurd shit. And it's like, why would yeah, you want to ex- jump?
2: Exactly, off? that was my thought yeah. too. Why, why, yeah. why the fuck yeah. did you do this? Just, just cause. Just cause. Yeah, yeah, just cause. And I always so, was like, what, how? What? How is it? Do they call it that on purpose? Because it's like it's both of those things, or am I just a fucking idiot?
1: I, I think it could possibly be both. Uh, both I I want to say that that I'm an idiot and
2: the other answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're just an idiot. No, um, yeah, I, I think it, I, I want to believe that it's both. I want to believe it's both.
3: Yeah, I want we'll to believe. choose to believe it's both.
0: I was just hoping they would just have microtransactions and then they'd say in the press release, why are you doing it? Just because. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that would be ugh, that would be both like horrifying, but it, you know, touche, touche avalanche. Um, next on the list, uh, Game of Thrones from Telltale uh got its kind of first press release. Finally, uh, Derek finally. Yeah, Derek, you covered it on geekscape.net, so why don't you inform the audience?
2: Uh so most people probably know if you follow any adventure game stuff, but about a year ago, Telltale announced Two adventure games at the same time because apparently they're not doing enough right now. Uh, actually, I guess they—I guess Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us are done for now, so they're you know did not do not have any current releases at this time.
1: Planned? They're they're probably still working
2: on them. Oh well, they've confirmed a season three of of The Walking Dead and everything like that. But uh, in any case, it, like last December, they announced games based on Game of Thrones and on a, a Borderlands one as well, both which were very surprising, and they literally said nothing about. Um They were just like, yeah, we're working on this stuff. And then just in the past week, they have announced kind of the first details on the Game of Thrones game. Um, like the fact that the game will be six episodes, which is actually Telltale usually runs five episodes. But I guess Game of Thrones is just too convoluted to do in five episodes. <laughs> uh, but um you, you'll play as five different characters all from the same family. Um, and that
1: what uh, what house isn't it? Uh, it's called it's a house. House
2: Forester.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, from I believe the fifth book. They were like a, just a side house that was um, held allegiance to the main house. But okay. Stark. Okay. So, th- so they're in. They're in the fifth book. Yeah, and they've, they've
2: th- said that it'll the the season will begin kind of towards the end of the third season of the show, uh, and the game will end kind of right before the fifth season begins. And you'll okay. go to. It says you'll go to locations. You know, you'll see King's Landing. You'll see the Wall and everything like that. Um, what Shane, uh, Shane actually went up that wall at uh, Comic-Con this year. It was pretty, so some pretty great. Sometimes I, I like show people that video because you look like such a fucking idiot. Well, fuck you. Um, but it's also <laughs> hilarious. So It is. Uh, they said is. you'll also go to some unfamiliar locations like Iron Wrath, uh, which is actually where Host Forrester is from. Um, I sound really smart right now, but I'm actually just reading it because I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In any case, it's a Game of Thrones game by Telltale. Telltale is the best at what they do. Uh, Shane, you've been playing the Walking Dead game recently. I'm sure it's fucking you right up. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just got, um, in episode three, just uh, got the train to the first, like, roadblock. mm -hmm. Don't want to, like, talk too much. Yeah, And the whole thing is just like, uh, I want to go back and change the, the plan that I made with Clementine for when we get to where we're going. Yeah. I, I feel like what I chose was stupid. So. I,
2: I feel like I've never, this is totally going off topic of Game of Thrones, but I've never cared as much about the choices I made in a game or the characters in a game as I have about fucking Clementine. Yeah. Like like I it's 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 indescribable really. Like it's just that is how well written she is. That you're like I'm this person's like guardian and I have to make the right de- decisions. And then you're like oh I, I read that wrong and I made a terrible decision I wish I didn't make that choice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but in any case, Game of Thrones is set to debut before the end of the year. Uh, so is Bo- Tales from the Borderlands. So they're going to be running t- these two games at once. Um, and and we haven't seen any video footage or anything from the Game of Thrones game yet, but it's it, I'm sure it'll be cool. And we saw today, actually, they released, it might have been yesterday, um, but the first trailer for the Tales from the Borderlands game, which uh-huh. they finally revealed it because everyone was like, where is this set? first of all, in the, in the Borderlands timeline and it is, like, it's set after Borderlands 2, so um, it'll okay. be chronologically the most recent thing, so... Um, yeah,
1: I uh, I was trying to... I, I wanted to play that pact, but the line was fucking long, and then I found out it was a 45-minute demo, and I was like, fuck that noise. So, I played uh, the new game from The Behemoth instead.
3: Mm-hmm. Huh, I uh, didn't even know they had a new game coming.
1: Yep, yep. Um, It's gonna be coming out. Um, oh, We'll talk about it later. It's it's actually like a um, turn-based strategy game uh, set in a kind of universe that's close to uh, uh, Castle Crashers, sort of. At least that's what they told me. Um, the, it, I'll tell you about it later. It's it's. There's been plenty of stuff out there. It's cool. That's for another show when it comes out. We'll get a review copy. Oh yeah. yeah, appreciate. But um, wasn't there already a trailer or at least like screenshots of the Game of Thrones game already out?
2: Uh, not Game of Thrones. Um, tell t- uh, Borderlands there were some screenshots of but this was the first like kind of story slash uh, actual in-game footage of the game um, and they actually detailed the story a little bit like you play as this dude named Maurice, who's like a suit with uh, he wants to be the next handsome Jack um, you'll also play as a character named Fiona who is a Pandoran con artist who wants to get this like big score um, yeah I don't know it looks pretty cool I- I'm not like I, I kind of oh. just discovered Borderlands in the last six months or so um first trying it when the first game came out but playing alone which the game is not very fun if you're playing by yourself
1: absolutely um,
2: not. but then you know in the last six months i played it had a few great co-op sessions and i was like oh well, this is why people like this game but it's never been something i've really gotten into for the story and i feel like telltale could do a really good job with that um, yeah and telltale is like it, it borderlands has its kind of own unique ish sense of humor and telltale does very well with the humor that they do so i'm sh- I'm sure it'll be excellent and it'll be the most interesting borderlands story uh i'm sure just based on the, the stuff that telltale's done in the past
3: yeah yeah and that's almost by default since the borderlands games have like almost zero story yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but um but yeah i'm really looking forward to it too i've i kind of stumbled upon the first one a few years ago and just completely ran through it um second one was i didn't i haven't finished it yet it's on my agenda but Um, Just from what I heard, you're never gonna
1: play it. You're Uh, never gonna play it. You have so much
3: shit to play. Yeah, let's be serious. I think I bought like eight games this week. So, (laughs) yes, it's probably not gonna happen. That target sale. Yeah, Yeah, that target sale exactly.
1: And and don't like uh, games depreciate faster than diamonds. So you're you're seriously you're you're not gonna get your money's worth unless you play them. But there's always gonna be something new and better out. So
3: yeah, pretty much.
1: Especially when Mm. Captain Toad comes out. That's another episode. Not a Captain Toad that needs to be on the back of the box.
3: I
0: love Captain Toad so freaking much, man. Where's uh, his amiibo? Right. Oh,
1: uh, I know. Seriously, oh, oh. when's where's yeah. his
3: Smash Brothers slut?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they um uh, in the Nintendo Direct they said they were gonna they were going to be releasing amiibo compatibility for Captain Toad, but they weren't gonna talk about it. I don't so. care
2: about amiibo compatibility. I just want the damn Captain Toad figure.
0: I want the figure, <laughs> and I want the back of the packaging to say "jumping?" Question mark. <laughs> Fuck that.
2: <laughs> Who needs it? Yeah, yeah. walking um, slowly is what it's all about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, don't know, I I read um, in one of the games I played this last week, I read something about how um, Binding of Isaac was not approved for the Nintendo eShop, so um, because of Nintendo's policies about trying to be as PC as possible. So, as much as I would love to have the back of it say "fuck no" to jumping, I don't think it'll happen. Unfortunately. Uh, we can always make our own box art (laughs)
3: Uh, yes yes that will happen
1: go to kinko's yo yo man print this out
3: we should we should (laughs) seriously print those we should seriously print those out and like give them away to people who listen to the podcast
1: oh yeah we should we could do that or go to stores and vandalize just glue it on the back
3: you know what
0: yeah. next time people go and see us like at WonderCon or a comic con next year we should just have people come to the booth bring your games and we will draw you better box art <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's do it I, I i well not last two comic cons ago um we had a prize box that was basically just a bunch of uh promotional crap that john had got that he's like hey we need to get rid of all this stuff <laughs> it's a box that's been filling up my house and it was like DVDs and books, and yeah, there was some like, decent stuff. there was some decent stuff in there. But I would like sign the books from the, as the author. I'm like, hey, you want it signed? Like, yeah, sure. So like, um, um, who's the who's the dog whisperer? Oh, uh, Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. Like, he, there was a couple of dog whisperer books in there. So I signed him, Caesar Milan, but like drew a little dog <laughs> paw print in front of the person I, w- I was giving it to. And they're like, what the f- what the fuck is this? <laughs> and um, I signed Chris Harwick hardwick book when i gave it away they're like what, what mm-hmm. do i do with this like yeah don't worry don't worry it's it's, it's increased in value <laughs> but uh yeah um so bring your stuff to our booth at any convention and we'll chain we will sign we'll, it we'll modify it we'll increase its value um another interesting or not another a interesting thing from this last week is microsoft filed for a trademark with the US patent office for uh, let's get the exact wording i'm going to pull it up um for game software, ed- entertainment services, namely providing online video games. That's what they um, uh, applied for. And the name of the literal element is Battletoads. Oh. Battletoads. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Microsoft, uh, they own Rare, uh, which did Battletoads. And what do you think they're going to be doing with it? Do you think Rare is going to be working on it, or it's just going to be... Something double else, he-
3: maybe It'll be Double what? Helix again.
1: Double Helix? What was Double Helix?
3: Oh, because they did the new Killer Instinct. Like, everyone was begging oh, for yeah, Killer yeah, Instinct yeah. for years, and then when they finally came out with it, they put a different developer on it while they had Rare working on Connect Sports Rivals. Have, have any of you guys ac-
2: ever finished Battletoads? Because I feel yes. like that fucking, that, that hover bike section is impossible. I can get to that point, no problem, every time. Never, ever, ever, ever gotten past that not that i've tried since i was like a little kid because it's so frustrating that i wanted to kill myself so
1: well i mean it, it's basically like um impossible uh, it's basically it, impossible it, it's, it's, bi- it's harder well, it, than Quop. <laughs> <laughs> i don't um that would be a good challenge who can be who can beat the game first battletoads cycle level or quap challenge, challenge accepted challenge accepted i think the, the game is just battletoads we can do a charity QWAP.
2: thing we could we could do a charity thing
3: for that
1: Oh, we should do our own extra life next year. There you year. go. Yeah. All right. Good I, to go. I think
3: I, I think I beat that bike section, but I don't think I beat the game as a whole.
1: Yeah, doesn't it like the end boss just is total like cheap as shit?
3: Yeah. Mm. The end but, boss
1: I mean, is but... just another bike section. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it is the bike. It takes you it back in the time. Bike. To it is, is the bike.
1: It is the bike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So well, uh, I'm excited to see what it is. If they do release like a, like a retail title, then gamestop is going to start getting legitimate requests for battletoads do people still being... make
2: that phone call because i feel like that was years ago
1: no they still do they still do and i remember like two years ago there was a big push from 4chan to call the pawn stars like gold and silver pawn in vegas for battletoads and people were recording the conversation with some of the people it was hilarious absolutely hilarious
3: huh um well as far as the, uh, a new battletoads coming out it's like I'm excited for another chance to play it, but at the same time, rare since being Microsoft exclusive has been really hit or miss. Like every once in a while, they'll come out with a good game like Cameo, or even a great game like uh, Banjo Kazooie: Nuts and Bolts, which I really liked. Even though I understand why there was some kind of backlash since it was nothing like the old Banjo games, but I mean, other than that, there, for every Banjo Kazooie: Nuts and Bolts, there's like a Perfect Dark Zero or a Grab by the Ghoulies, or you know, like they've just been so hit and miss all over the place that I don't know. How it would turn out, but I mean, at mm-hmm. this point, it's been so long since a Battletoads game has come out that any Battletoads is almost going to be better than no Battletoads, unless it's just god awful. But we'll I guess see. We'll have to see when it comes out.
1: We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, so uh, next on our list is um, I knew nothing about Assassin's Creed Rogue. I just knew that it was a game, and then I read a uh, interview with the developer, and apparently um, they wanted to make this game as dark as they could. And be completely removed from the um, like the normal Assassin's Creed um, agenda. You know how you're assassin; you're trying to you know protect the people and you know kill the bad guys. Well, this one I didn't know, realize that you played as a Templar. And they uh, let me see if I can find the quote. Um, but you get to you get to play as a Templar, and they were they were kind of let loose to do whatever they wanted. And one of the um, I'm paraphrasing one of the 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 quotes they say like yeah you you are allowed to go walk into a crowd and set off like poison gas to kill people and you're not gonna be penalized for it and that's what we wanted to do um and it looks like it's kind of just a reskin of Assassin's Creed 4 there's a lot of boat cat uh boat combat because it's taking place during the French Italian war so it might have been it might be the better game of the of the two releases this uh this month uh josh you said you picked it up but returned it um yeah i picked it up um
3: it was mostly just because megan really liked black flag i never got a chance to play it myself but i mean you know just as far as hearing that it was pretty much a reskin of black flag it was kind of a hit and a miss because on one hand we knew what to expect from it and it's fun but on the other hand i didn't want to pay 60 dollars for a game that's essentially going to be exactly this or very close to a game we already played a year ago so it's like the concept had me intrigued and then hearing that that was the better game of the two definitely had its perks because originally i just thought rogue was like the pokemon blue of the red and blue package between those two games releasing at the same time but hearing, yeah. that, they're, hearing that they're completely different piqued my interest but then kind of came back down once i realized it was kind of just another um, black flag with a different skin so
1: yeah and I don't know when we get to the stuff we've been playing. I would have to say, possibly, is the better of the two. Uh, and I found the quote uh, from the um, the the magazine that was doing the interview. It said, uh, "The character Shay is a monster." We've just watched an Assassin's Creed Rogue. we we've just watched as Assassin's Creed Rogues. That's really fucking hard to say. <laughs> Protagonist has wandered into a crowd of blissfully unaware townsfolk only to unleash a senseless poison attack that massacres the entire group. He then shoots a dog. So <laughs> <laughs> for all those <laughs> for all those like terrible people, this is officially a dog killing simulator. Dog killing sim 2014. Pick it up. So it's Assassin's Creed hatred then.
0: So, for, so this is like payback for all those Sarah McLaughlin commercials we have to sit through,
1: dude. I, we need to just uh, skin some of the bad guys as Sarah McLaughlin because it's not the dog's fault; <laughs> it's her fault. Let's let's be clear. Um, and, and, uh, I might pick this up on discount. I mean, I I kind of wanted to be completely away from the 360. I didn't want to invest any more money into it. Um, if it comes out in PC, I don't know if it's coming out on PC. I don't know. I'm gonna pick it up. I, you know I they're gonna over... do
2: a. you know they'll do an like a re-release on next gen though or current gen i guess now you think i think you know they did it with like they did it with uh liberation um they've repackaged a bunch of the old games a bunch of times like it'll come to it, it it'll sell more units for sure and especially if Unity's not being as well received um it, it'll sell it's a huge series and yeah. how many people have, you know, the the PS3, PS sorry, the PS4 and the Xbox one, right? How many million units now and how many of those people got rid of their last gen consoles because of that? And now they can't play this game. Like it'll, it'll come to, it'll come to PS4 and Xbox one.
3: Yeah, I think so too. And just not to get too far off subject, but did anyone play Liberation HD and was it any better than the Vita one? Because the Vita one was so buggy that I just couldn't. Play it yeah, for more I, played than...
2: the, I played the Vita one for about 30 minutes, and then I traded it in because it came with my Vita that I had at the time, and
3: uh, it was bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was, not yeah. good at all. It was just not good. Yeah, it was um, pretty awful.
3: But yeah. I was just curious if the HD version was fixed any of the bugs, but I doubt... I don't know. Did anyone else play it? Nope. Yeah. No. And, I, and I, unless someone gave me a good word of mouth, I would never voluntarily touch that thing again, so... Mm.
1: yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh well, moving on to the second batch of amiibos, or technically the third release. Uh why don't you guys clear it up for me?
3: Uh yeah, the third batch of amiibos, um, which most notably are featuring both Sonic and Mega Man, which are the first third-party amiibos that are being released.
1: Now now would you consider them to be truly third party, or is it kind of like one point five? five or two point five party because they're already in like a, ni- a main Nintendo IP. Is 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 I think the news that like, oh it's it's third party, but I mean come on. I mean they're in a Nintendo game. They're basically first party, they're first party iterations. So I don't know if that's really a big selling point to me or exciting, but I also think it's cool that there's more toys to waste your money on.
3: Right, pretty much. And I mean, you know, they're basically just Smash Amiibo, So in that aspect, they're definitely first party. I think what some people were just a little bit worried about was, you know, Mega Man was one of the big selling points of the game to begin with, but he wasn't in the first or second wave of Amiibo. So in the back of some people's heads, it was kind of like, well, are they coming at all? But you no, know, once they finally did reveal Mega Man, it kind of uh, took away that worry.
1: Yeah. And there has there been any new, um, like, from the wild pictures? I mean, we saw more of the, the Marth, and I saw some pictures from Walmart, and they looked crummy, but they could have just, it just could have been some random light box. I mean, we, as, has anybody gotten their hands on an Amiibo yet?
0: Yeah. The, some, some people who received Smash Brothers early, uh, they got like a whole gift package which included controllers, the adapter, and a Mario, Kirby, and Link Amiibo. And, um, I think uh, Kevin Cassidy from Go Nintendo, he, uh, did a live stream of his show last Saturday, and he showed each one up close, and the Kirby one looks amazing, um. The link looked okay. Um, not as bad as the first batch of pictures that we saw. The tripping link. Yeah, but not as good (laughs) as the picture, as the model that we saw at E3 and at Comic Con. Mm. And the Mario one looks good too. Uh, but of course the one that, you know, looks the ugliest of the whole first batch is Marth. So, so I'm, I'm very curious to see how. How, what the you know? I haven't seen a, a lot of those, and it, uh, probably a reason why Nintendo hasn't sent out Marth amiibos with the Smash Brothers gifts boxes. So uh, mm. we'll we'll see you next week because the those mm. figures are out next Friday. Well,
1: oh, well, we'll report back. I I really think the best way to describe uh, the Marth's paint job is that somebody with a neurological disorder went to Pottery Barn and painted him.
3: <laughs> it looked like it looked like someone just detached a uh, McDonald's toys head and then attached it on a Marth amiibo's body if it's this, if it's the same one that I'm thinking of yeah. but um yeah. I got I got the chance to actually check out the Mario Amiibo yesterday actually and the Mario one actually is looking pretty impressive not as good as the E3 model again like Link but um it's looking pretty good for the most part I, I would be satisfied with it but then again Mario wasn't really one of the ones that took a huge quality hit and still yeah. Marth and Peach are still the ones that are just completely heartbreaking but uh. we talked about that a lot in the last couple of weeks so
1: yeah Go on a rehash. Um, but our I, I hearts know are still I, broken. They'll never repair. But yeah. you know what? We'll we'll move on. We're strong. We're strong. Um, You know some guy on Etsy is going to crack those open and be selling like shells, like properly painted and sculpted shells that you can put the chip in and use. So I, I have a feeling that the secondhand market is going to be kind of hot for it. And if nobody has that idea, I said it first. Here. All right. Give me credit. Credit where credit's due.
3: Oh, yeah. We'll remember that.
1: Yeah, uh, I won't let you forget. Let's be honest. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot.
2: I wasn't even listening in the first place, so. <laughs> uh,
1: but also with the new uh, Amiibos, they said uh, Shulk is going to be a GameStop exclusive. Uh, does any? I we talked briefly before we recorded about why we think that's true. Uh, Juan, do you want to let our listeners
0: know? Um, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that
1: was a really big <laughs> sigh.
2: let's just get this over
0: with god um yeah i think uh with you know gamestop had the exclusive rights to sell um xenoblade chronicles uh but was about a year and a half ago something like that Mm -hmm. and uh you know those games went out for two for at a big price after gamestop sold out of their stock and so i i think somewhere either at GameStop or when Nintendo tried to put out the Shulk figure, GameStop, I don't know, made a phone call like, hey, wait a minute, don't we still have the exclusive rights for that franchise to sell, you know, merchandise? Um, So, as it turns out, GameStop is going to be selling the Shulk figure and they will be the only retailer to sell the Shulk figure. You won't get it on Amazon, Target, Best Buy, Walmart, nothing. So, I have a feeling like if, uh, just for... The people who are going to get Amiibos, not necessarily to use them, but just to collect them and to sell them back, I would expect the Shulk figure to be the the hot one the to Z- get.
3: The Xenoblade of the Amiibos?
0: The Xenoblade of the Amiibos. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: if, is If there's going to be a secondhand Amiibo market, then they're going to repackage them and sell them as new, probably, knowing GameStop? Pro- more than yeah.
0: likely. I would be shocked if they didn't. <laughs> but so then, like
1: a disappointed or like surprise reaction like man i'm a little disappointed that you didn't try to screw over your customers
0: yeah but <laughs> I, I would say um since the, those figures are set to be released in february and assuming that the xenoblade saga i think that's the name of it the new xenoblade uh, game
3: xenoblade chronicles x i think
0: chronicles x yeah uh, there's got to be some amiibo um functionality so yeah. that Shulk figure, assuming that game gets, you know, a lot of good, you know. Um,
1: it looks beautiful. It, it looks it, beautiful.
0: <laughs> it's There's a lot of, like, eyes looking forward to that game and looking at that game saying that's going to be a big seller. And if it's as popular and it does really well in, in sales, uh, that Shulk figure is only going to go up in value. And it's going to be even harder to get. Because yeah, uh, remember, definitely. Nintendo said they're only going to make certain figures. And once they're gone, they're gone. So yeah. I would just pick up that Shulk figure, pick up two in february and just hold on to it and see what happens once the game is released sometime around this time next year
3: yeah you know it would be fantastic if the shulk amiibo in xenoblade chronicles x unlocked shulk in your party but he doesn't do anything but follow you around and be like i'm really (laughs) feeling it (laughs) that's that's all i want him to do (laughs) yeah pretty much but i know nintendo and i don't remember the exact quote but um Someone from Nintendo had said that uh, that they were expecting other Amiibos to be exclusive. And this is before the Shulk announcement. Mm. But there was comments about how they're expecting other retailers to um, have certain Amiibos exclusive. So, I mean, as far as the third wave, you know, that includes like Meta Knight, King DDD Lucario, um, Toon Link, in addition to the ones we we're already talking about. And all of those are probably pretty safe, but it's making me think like what other ones might end up exclusive, like which one has as much notoriety, I guess, mm. is Shulk to end up that way. I mean, oh. it's kind of weird. Like, would they start selling like Dark Pit at Hot Topic or something?
1: <laughs> it's like,
3: it's
1: what, like what, whatever, whatever one is exclusive to Target, it just automatically steals your credit card information.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be
3: t- that would be sticking into the and- man. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, moving on, we're hitting up the halfway point. Is there anything anybody else wants to cover in news?
3: Um, um, I wanted to make sure to talk about the, um, big Pokemon info dump that came out today. Like, okay. like we were saying before, how Thursday seems to be a good day because that's when at least one piece of news comes out. But I don't know why for one, well, to start, I don't know why it seems like they've given away the entire game before it's even out because they've given away so many details, but. They released a new trailer today showing the post-game content, which is going to feature a brand new side story where you basically take Mega Rayquaza and fly it into outer space to stop an asteroid that Deoxys is riding from destroying <laughs> Hoenn or something
1: like that. It's <laughs> just so like like a remake of Final Fantasy VII. It's like so a pretty fiction
3: much.
0: come to life.
1: It's like, and a- then and then they kiss, and then it's just uh, you're just. Playing like a uh, that Playboy Mansion game where you just have to make the Pokemon make out, or <laughs> and then
0: or Goku and the Thundercats they show <laughs> up in X wings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit! Huh? Sometimes I don't right.
2: understand what you guys are talking about. There's a Playboy yeah. game.
1: It's uh, a playway game. Go back to your Mr. Noodles and your free health care, and not, let us stay not, with you know, our porn game. I
3: think
2: I think that you've talked about Mr. Noodles in some way every single day since we recorded the last episode. <laughs> There's just like you're obsessed, man.
1: It's it's such a funny product name, Mr. Noodles. I mean, we got like. Ramen, Mr. Top Ramen, Maruchan. we got normal stuff. But Mr. Noodles, he sounds like the neighbor that your parents don't want you to be alone with. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny. Only
2: I know him by that name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my he's, God, uh, that's mis- fantastic. He's
1: Monsieur Noodles to everybody else. Um, okay, so that's it for news. One last thing I wanted to cover. Um, the game Never Alone is having its lo- uh, world launch party. Here in Anchorage, if uh, nobody really knows what uh, Never Alone is, it's a game that um, was heavily influenced by Alaskan native uh, storytelling. The developers came up to the North Slope up on Barrow, the absolute tippy-tippy top of Alaska, and met with the Cook Inlet Tribal Council. That's where those um,
2: vampires came, uh, isn't
1: it? Yep, that's where the vampires came. Um, And (laughs) they really... um, Worked with the the community to uh, take this very old story and bring it to life. I'll have a link to my uh, preview that I did at PAX. But uh, when I was down there, I was like, yo, I'm from Alaska. And I hooked them up with the 907 Gamers. uh, That is a huge community up here. And they're having a world launch party. So if any Alaskan people are listening um, that have not been invited yet, it's going to be at the Makerspace. In Anchorage, you can Google it. Uh, it's just off of Spinnard if you're listening. And it's November 21st. So come check it out. Uh, the, the devs are going to be talking to us on Skype. It should be pretty fun. That game is a day one buy for me. It's it's amazing. So, All right. So it's nothing like Prey? No. hey, Prey was fun.
3: Prey I was fun, but it had a very weird depiction of Native Americans. Mm-hmm. I was like, you go in your spirit, you go in your spirit mode with your magic bow and arrow.
1: <laughs> I, I was about Holy to say crap, something really, thing. really insensitive. You didn't yeah. you didn't play Prey? No, I didn't. I'm not a Holy gamer. Holy shit. Oh was, my no, Prey was had the best. Sorry to cut you off. I Prey had the best opening ever. You're a Native American on a reservation in a bar trying to, like, convince your girlfriend to leave the reservation, then aliens come and abduct everybody, and they play Don't Fear the Reaper on the jukebox, and you get sucked into a spaceship. <laughs> and you have to, like, enter spirit realms to upgrade your character. If, if you die, you don't die. You go to, like, your spirit realm and have to fight, like... You shoot, like, demons with your you sh-
3: spirit bow to get your life energy back.
1: Yeah, it's- yeah. And the 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 part that I liked the most was they had uh, clips... They had Art Bell from Coast to Coast AM, that like overnight like alien like radio talk show. Um, like it, his broadcast would pick up at points. And I thought that was neat because I always I always loved listening to the kooks call into that show.
2: That sounds terrible and, then, and to, amazing all at the same time. And it, it, it Just was a, pretty good. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh no, no, I was saying it was pretty good. They had a, a really good gimmick where you would uh uh like walk on panels that would bring you upside down and you would go through like like you just crawl through like a little like vent sized door and you'd be in this huge room and you get to, to the end of the end to the other side of the room and you'd crawl through this little tiny hole. And when you turned around, you, it, you saw that the whole room was just like in a cube, like a, like a meter by meter cube. And it, it was very portal esque, uh, much, much, much longer before portal ever came out. That was what I loved about it.
3: Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. It kind of took mechanics of Mario galaxy and portal and, made them into a thing before either of those games were even out, so
1: it yeah. doesn't get a lot
3: of credit, but it was a great it was an amazing game at the time, still is yeah. I think
1: They they just recently said that the studio shut down and Prey 2 was kind of up in the air and they're, it's even more up in the air now unfortunately Like the aliens? So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, games we've been playing uh, the big two this week Assassin's Creed Unity and Halo's the Master Chef Collection. Uh, I want to talk about Assassin's Creed. Go for it. The, <clears throat> the early reports were bad. They were very bad. And I said, Oh, I can't be that bad. There was a lot of pictures of characters that glitched out in cutscenes. I saw a
2: lot of no face dudes. Those were pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah, I
3: saw that yeah. too.
1: And I thought, you know what? That happens with everything. I saw a lot of people jumping off of lampposts that would fall through the world. I thought that can't happen. This Fired is Ubisoft we're
2: talking about. Number one in quality. Ubisoft,
1: Ubisoft was my favorite publisher until this game. Wow! I, I they were my favorite publisher. I loved everything they they came they came out. Even I Watch loved Dogs. Going to, I didn't play Watchdogs, so I don't know. All right, but I wanted to give the game a be- the benefit benefit of the doubt. It was gorgeous. The prologue where you're uh, a kid is gorgeous, but once you get to the adult prologue before the game actually starts and before the, the shit hits the fan and i'm i'm just gonna like this is not spoiling anything you get frightened for a murder and get thrown into jail but
2: sounds kind of spoiler
3: yeah,
1: yeah. Eh, whatever fuck i'm just kidding it's i'm like like not gonna 20 play minutes in the game
3: yeah me neither yeah
1: it's in, like um it's,
3: like it's not really a spoiler you die at the end
1: yeah um <laughs> and, yeah obviously but uh the I have never really noticed frame rate rate drops in a game unless it's on a PC and I have underpowered hardware. And I wanted to give the game the benefit of the doubt. Some of the cutscenes would look like they were peaking at 60 frames a second. But you'd have gameplay where there's like a whole bunch of shit going out at the screen. And it drops bad. It really drops bad. In cutscenes, whenever the camera would change its angle, there'd be weird popping of uh, the character's hair. And it felt like that every time they changed angles, they were re-rendering the scene, and the physics just went all fucky. And that was really, really annoying. Um, it the they fucked up pr- almost a perfect free running control scheme from Assassin's Creed Three. You, it was it, it, Assassin's Creed games were never perfect, but they were always you could figure it out. You, it was intuitive. They had this new uh, when you're on like flat ground, and you're running, you can either free run up or free run down. Um, structures but then once you are hanging for like up to a second the controls the the context sensitive the buttons just change so instead of being free running up x now is wall eject which i've never uh, whoever at ubisoft thought hey the the button that was in all the other games before that would that would be jump up or jump wherever you're pushing is no longer that it's Fucking jump off into oblivion and fucking kill yourself. <laughs> so the the X button is is no longer intuitive. You know, I was in this really weird uh position. It was like a flagpole off of a wall. It was kind of like kind of like hanging in between the trees in Assassin's Creed 3. And I tried to jump to a rope and he just fucking went to fucking nowhere. Just just jumped into oblivion and I had to reload. They fucked that up big time. They also fucked up the leap of leap of faith. It is instead of a two button uh, you know hold your run uh, uh R trigger and then jump it's now a three button command you have to walk forward hold R button then hold circle if you hold anything else he's going to go fuck all somewhere other direction if <laughs> if, if you push jump it's not going to trigger the free run wait
0: i'm writing this down okay wait yeah, uh yeah. right no trigger? i gotta yeah,
1: how many hands yeah. do you need to play this game dude? you have to get one of those uh you have to get flight pedals and you have to get uh, an Oculus Rift so that it can track your head. There's 600 points of of, of control. And how much do you need the, do, you need microtrans- the steel battalion?
3: do I need to pay? Oh,
1: micro. Microtrans- don't even. Oh fuck. We'll get to microtransactions. Okay. <laughs> do you need? Do you uh, need? We, the, what did you say, Josh?
3: Do you need the Steel Battalion control to
1: play this? Yes, you do. And you with, speak French with with Connect. You have to speak fluent 18th century French
3: too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, controls uh, aside. That was the fucked up. Combat is okay. The The most heinous thing they did was you could always, uh, if you're picking your weapons, you could hit your your weapon wheel or your gadget wheel. Uh, I can't remember what it was in the previous games, but you'd push a button and then use the joystick to go to whatever you want to pick and whatever. Instead of that, and, and gameplay would pause. It was very intuitive. So you'd be in a... a big group of guys, gameplay would pause. You can equip smoke bombs or change to your knives or whatever. This one they use the D-pad. You push up to use your medicine, push down to use, I don't know, I haven't gotten that far yet, whatever that is, push right to go through your uh like throwables, and push left to pick from your weapons. And you think, oh, that's that's cool. But if you're pushing right and you want to go to the second item in your list. So like the first one's smoke bombs and then the next one is so far for me it's blank and then there's cherry bombs. If you push too far and you go past smoke bombs, you have to keep pushing right until you circle back around. Because if you Wait. push left, then you're picking your swords. So it's it's not intuitive at all. It's not that's, intuitive at all. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And the worst part, it doesn't freeze combat. So oh. you be going through your stuff and then dudes <laughs> will come up and just, just glack you. So th- that aside, you get to the part where you're in prison and you're meeting the assassin guy that is like that figures out that you're of assassin heritage and he's like come and find us blah 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 when you guys break out of jail. He he keeps referring to you as pisspot and it it is so like horribly written and forced to to be like, oh he's a um, he's a, a mentor that just likes busting your balls but he's got this like really thick Northern Irish accent. So it's just like hey pisspot Hey, piss pot and it was tired <laughs> after the third time and Can you say after that one you more get a hey, piss pot <laughs> you fucking prick <laughs> so that fucking pissed me off then when you go to do the the part where you have to find the assassins you go to a church and they gave you like a little like mirror that like redirects sunlight to open a hole in the floor and it's time so you're on this ledge you do the thing the light comes down and shines and you're timed to get to the area where you can jump into the hole in the floor. Well, I did that. I, I put the the plate down. The game didn't tell me that. It just moved some stuff and then gave me a marker like, go here. I didn't know I was timed. So I'm running and I get there and I land on it right as the timer goes out. I, I figured this out afterwards. But instead of them showing me what changed in the environment like they should have, the camera went all fuck all. And I looked at a stained glass window for three seconds while I heard something in the environment moving. That pissed me fuck off.
3: Maybe they just want you to
1: guess. And then, yeah, they wanted you to guess. And the whole time I was in here trying to figure it out, the the main character just kept saying, like, I wonder what the light's supposed to mean. Maybe I should do something with the light. Maybe I should focus on seeing where the light shines. <laughs> and and he, every 30, 30 fucking seconds, he'd be talking. And I'm like, dude, I'll figure it out. Let me fucking figure it out. I had to look up a, I had to look up a guide because I was in this room for 20 minutes, and he was pissing me off. The funniest <laughs> part, the funniest part was while I was in there, an audio clip from 20 minutes prior just randomly played on top of him it was his mentor character like hey
3: finest piss pot
1: <laughs> so that that was like i'm like is he here is he in the room what is what is going on and then when you find the assassins there's like this weird like techno acid trip where you're going through your memories and it's just a bunch of bullshit and the 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 frame rate dropping was so bad and they have taken what was one of my favorite games and just ruined it with these arbitrary, like, fuck-ups. They they ruined the controls, the the writing is kind of dick, and the frame rate dropped. It is, it is like, PC so, bad. question. So, yeah. when
2: the frame rate dropped below 30, did it feel more or less cinematic?
1: Uh, <laughs> this This was possibly, if this is cinematic, it was, like, watching one of those old 16 frames a second, like, stereogram movies from the 20s so if that is what they think is cinematic then yeah they they fucking got it they nailed it i just it
2: seems so ironic that they were like yeah with 30 frames because cinematic and then it sounds like it struggles to hit that a lot of the time yeah it um which how i don't understand how they can go from because i like i literally have black flag sitting on my shelf i've never played it but black flag was so well received and did it not run at like sixty frames on the PS4, or at it least was, a solid thirty? And, I, and it was
1: it was locked at thirty. Okay. Uh, it, it they said it could have drifted higher, but uh, it was locked at thirty just because they didn't want it to be weird. But, and but in, it was
2: in any case. How did they go from from what I've read, Black Flag was the high point in the series. How did they go from that to this in a year? I. I I just, I have is this no like a too many cooks moment? Is that what's going
0: on? <laughs> I, I think I think it's you 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 kind of hit the nail on the head right now. Too you many just, cooks had, can spoil the broth. You got too many well, teams. Too many it's, cooks. It's too a, many devs just,
1: can spoil the game.
0: Yeah. That and you said it's within a year. They went. Yeah. I don't know this. They're they're cutting into this Call of Duty syndrome where they have to release an Assassin's Creed game every November, and this because time. of that the yeah, yeah two. two this time well yeah then the, don't forget the liberation one the hd that they had a port over so I mean, they they're trying to do too much and i would rather have them just focus all their attention on one game and you know the funny thing is not that if this happened with nintendo for example where their games were coming out with all these bugs they would get a motherfucking shitstorm storm from the media because of all this shit well like b-
1: just prior to coming on i was reading up some stuff and people are calling Ubisoft the new EA. Yeah, like I this saw year that. EA, <laughs> this year EA has been quiet. They've kept their heads down. They haven't made any like PR faux pas. They released Titanfall, that was a really good game. It had a lot of free content, and it was everyone. And Origin on PC is now running as good as Steam, if not better in a lot of cases. And they're they're just plugging along. And, and you've got now, like you've got Dragon
2: Age and stuff coming out too, which has been I've heard nothing but positive things about.
1: Yeah, 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 and so U- Ubisoft is the new EA, and it's like fuck. They were my favorite publisher,
0: and it's and a then- shame because Ubisoft had some really good, like, really good games. Like, it was, it was like two years ago with Black Flag, what well, was a yep. year and a half ago? It was like fuck yeah, awesome, and everything looked good. And now, mm-hmm. like, this is unacceptable for yeah. any no. publisher.
3: Yeah, what were you trying to say, Josh? Oh no, I was just gonna say another thing to consider is that essentially black flag was still made for ps3 and 360 and was just kind of upscaled on the ps4 and xbox one but Mm. uh unity is like the first full-fledged game that was designed for these consoles and then rushing it out um with only you know with the year with the annual release on top of working with new hardware and trying to push it to levels that it might not have been able to reach um that could have definitely contributed to it too because it seems like especially with assassin's (laughs) creed and the call of duty syndrome like juan was saying it's just to the point where, as far as it seems like they're concerned, it's not that big of a deal if the game turns out terrible as long as it meets release in time for Black Friday. And knowing that everyone or a lot of people still buy it just off of brand loyalty alone, they're not really losing a whole lot by releasing a, a poor game yeah. that they could ju- that they feel like they could just patch later. And I yeah, guarantee and-
0: you they're going to do this they're, with the Xbox One bundle that they had for $349 that it came with Assassin's Creed Unity and Black Flag. They're going to turn those numbers and say, oh, look how well our game sold.
1: Yeah, they did because, the same thing with Watch yeah, Dogs, it's, it's too. Gonna, yep. Yeah, it's going to have the Tetris effect where, like, Tetris is one of the most successful games for a while, but it, because it came with the fucking Game Boy. So the numbers were <laughs> artificially inflated. It was a good game, but, I mean, it was artificially inflated.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. You watch the next NPD numbers that come out. You're gonna see Assassin's Creed Unity top top five easy because yeah they're gonna throw all these Microsoft One sales that have been really good this last week ever since they dropped the price, but they're gonna throw in oh look how well Unity you guys say it's bad but why would it sell so much you know they're, they're gonna do
1: that uh, yeah and I I they've already said like hey we see w- w- where the fuck ups are we're sending out patches I I'm telling anybody who's listening who's on the fence do not buy this game. Until the patches are out and the the r- r- reports from them are positive, Be- I've tried to play. And Assassin's Creed has been one of my favorite games, but every time I play, my girlfriend can attest that <laughs> I just sit there screaming like, "How can they fuck this up? How can they fuck this up? It was so perfect two games ago. What the fuck happened?" Let me. Let me
0: uh, look, can I can I just, uh, summarize this really quick? It's like yeah. it's like um it's like Mexican food. It's very <laughs> difficult to fuck up Mexican food. But you find a way. Ubisoft yeah. fucked up the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't wrap it right. They, <sighs> they didn't fully cook the meat. And it's like, how do you fuck up something so simple? And you've yeah. done it before. I've seen you do it. I liked what you did before. It was tasty. But this is shit. So, lesson <laughs> here, go buy Sunset Overdrive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did anyone else hear the Sunset rumor? Overdrive.
3: Oh no! Sorry, oh, Real sorry. quick. Did, did anyone hear the rumor that there was an embargo on it until twelve hours after release? Yes. Yeah,
1: that was that was uh, as confirmed as I. I believe it was confirmed as fuck because it it could have at least for people on the west and like my time zone in Alaska that the game comes out uh, in New York and the East Coast people play it and there is there's atrocious bugs in the the prologue. So it, it I would. I would believe that that is true.
3: Yeah, I could imagine. So, so just like so, uh, just like adult life in real life, everything starts off great when you're a kid and then just goes to shit as soon as you grow up. <laughs> that's what I took from that conversation. True,
1: that's true. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. My my visceral visceral ranting uh, has gone a little bit long. So you guys, quick Master Chief Collection, Derek Scott Smash Bros, and then anything else you want to talk about about what we've been playing.
0: Uh, Master Chief Collection played uh, the first level of the first game, and it just instant nostalgia. It looks really pretty, uh, cleaned up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll let uh, Josh take it. I'm waiting to play with Josh and Derek, and I'm wondering when that's going to happen.
3: Yeah, we need to pop Derek's I, oh, Halo Cherry, and I don't want to do oh, it unless yeah. we're tag-teaming him.
2: <laughs> Holy that's shit. The, that's the only way that I Holy would take shit. it uh i've i actually did jump in the game very briefly uh I, f- I, I didn't realize but when you pop that disc in it has to do download a 15 gigabyte update before you're allowed to play online so no. i was like you know in my i don't have the best don't
1: you read geekscape.net we talked about this
2: <laughs> don't you listen to her uh, no i'm more of a nerdist guy but <laughs> um, <laughs> the, yeah. So anyways, and I was we like, all. well, this isn't going to happen right now. So <laughs> you can still play the campaign. So I jumped into the first campaign because I was like, oh, you know, these guys have probably played this like 50,000 times. So yep. Um, it was cool. It was very, it, it, it's very different playing a shooter that's, you know, it's what, 13 years old now. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very different like it's just really interesting seeing like how conventions have changed since then like you're still on the the health packs which is really cool and 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 harder and you've got the you know there's like no no looking down sights for most weapons and no sprinting or anything like that like it's very like it's it and it feels much floatier which is interesting yeah um which may
1: you mentioned the aim down sights. that's the i have a bunch of friends that's their biggest complaint with counter-strike that there's like, oh, there's no, there's no aimed ADS, there's no aimed at sights. and it's, like, I I play Counter-Strike, I've been playing Counter-Strike for fucking forever, and so that's the norm, mm-hmm. but, you know, you, you see games like Call of Duty, Battlefield, Titanfall, you know, all the, the new shooters mm-hmm. have that, and so, going back to a game like Halo 1, it's gotta, be like, the mechanics have to be jarring for somebody that's mm-hmm. not used
2: to it. Mm-hmm. And it was just really interesting, and it, I, the thing, like, I've played, like, I think I played the first three missions or something, and it was even, like, at points where I was like, well, this mission is kind of boring because um, it's like when you first land on Halo, it's like, oh, go find these like five groups of Marines and fight a bunch of dudes. And I was like that that part, di- I, I didn't love that part, but the, I the, the story seems very, very cool. I love the fact that it runs like both engines at once and that like I can just yeah. press that button and it switches to the old graphics. And I'm like, because when I started, I was like, oh, this is like, you know, it's okay looking obviously the first game was uh the you know halo anniversary was a 360 game so i think yeah. they upped it to 60 frames and i don't know that they did that much else to it and i was like oh it's pretty good looking and then i pressed the, the button to just remember what it would have looked like originally and i was like holy crap like you almost sometimes i think forget and take for granted just how far you know at least visual visually and audibly how far games have come and yeah that game looked just at to the see time, that, that game like, looked amazing just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to, you know, it's different looking at screenshots or looking at old videos and stuff, but when I can literally press one button and see the action that I'm seeing and the action that I'm playing through shift to exactly what it would have looked like 13 years ago, like that's a, it's, it's an insane comparison. And that, that's probably, that was like my favorite part of it so far is just seeing just how far kind of we've come since then. And the game like the game feels great and I can't, I cannot wait to get into it in co-op um,
1: that's where it shines and especially really to really shines.
2: experience the later games in this series because this one does feel it, it's got the nice graphics and stuff but it does feel extremely dated as well because it is um, I don't know it's 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 a lot of fun
1: wait, right. wait till you get to Halo 2 because the the cutscenes you can swap back and forth and blur. Oh, I've yeah, I've seen
2: c- some of the, the they released a couple trailers of the blur yeah. cutscenes and they're like insane looking.
1: Yeah, and when you can flip back and forth and they retooled and reshot like some of the angles, it wasn't like shot for shot remake. And I've heard that it's absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. And this the this, the change is more apparent on Halo Two because the. The first one was like you said, it was a 360 game, so it's been upscaled. But this one was made yeah. with the Xbox One in mind, and the the stark difference is so much, so much bigger. Yeah.
2: So and of course, I just I can't touch that one until I finish the first one, right? So yeah. So, so that's the plan. Uh,
1: we're running really long. Uh, let's be quick and we Do you know why because really I hate fucking Assassin's <laughs> Creed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's get th- let's get through this, guys, and we can go to our missions objectives. You're you have a lead. Uh Smash okay, Brothers. So, what? Hello, Derek. <laughs> yes. Smash brothers,
2: quick uh, smash brothers uh it's a lot of fun uh i got my copy today for the wii u version of course um and i played a bunch of matches and my hand didn't feel like it was gonna fall off so i feel like it's really good
3: yeah I you got know it's chance. the
2: three we've been playing the th- we've been playing the 3ds version for a month now and it's feels like that but faster and smoother and better graphics and eight players and different games and stuff like that and it's it's fucking it's smash brothers it's great and i've never this this is the first real game in the series that i've really really played um a lot of and it, it's fantastic and i can't the thing of course you look most forward to is playing it with your friends on the same couch and i can't wait to get that get more of that going
3: right and it was a lot of fun i actually got a chance to play it a little bit at a friend's house who also got a review copy um the thing that, everything that you said, I completely agree with Derek, but one of the things that really blew me away, which is the major difference between this one and the 3DS version are the new stages. And just to point out mm-hmm. a couple, the, uh, Pokemon X and Y elite four stage where it switches between the four types that the gym leaders use with different obstacles in each one. Like the steel one has swords that could either cut you or carry you away. They have a pool of steel where when you touch them, you automatically, anyone who touches the pools automatically turn metal. Um, you have the dragon one where drag, like dragonite and Garchomp and all the dragons will pop up in the background and start shooting fire at you. And it's just a completely gorgeous looking stage, especially when you consider that the, uh, even though the Pokemon games got a big visual, visual boost with X and Y, like to have it in HD like that was just great. And then the other stage that really left an impression was the, um, Donkey Kong Country return stage. And I don't know if you've all played Donkey Kong Country returns, but how you could use the barrels to shoot into the foreground and background. So, mm-hmm. in, in the stage, barrels pop up where you can shoot yourself into the foreground or background, and the stage is pretty much two stages in one. So, like, if someone wow. gets a final smash, you could just jump in a barrel and shoot to the other side of the stage and they can't get you. Pretty much. That's cool. Yeah, it was just incredible. Like, these stages really make the game to me, and I'm really looking forward to get more time with it once it comes out next week.
0: Yeah, I oh. should have been at that house with your with our friend and played. But I had to be at a report card night at the high school <laughs> from six to eight. So guess who was sitting at a little tiny desk with a bottle of water talking to parents about why their kid is not reading
1: night? <laughs> well, and then it's obviously your fault. It's like, my son's perfect. Why does he not have an A's? Because he's a fucking shithead and he's at home playing goddamn Master Smash Brothers. too much.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it went really well. It was, it was, it was that I got no complaints. I actually got some nice compliments, but at the back of my head, I'm like, I should have been playing smash brothers right now. <laughs> all
1: right. Are. All right. Uh, let's go through uh, listener mission objectives. Uh, last week we said, uh, we asked you guys what your favorite uh, land party or party game memory was. And I'm going to cruise through a bunch of them right now. We've got a lot of team fortress. We had a lot of left for dead. We got a lot of counter-strike. Uh, Kurt M said all of those games, uh, Cody H said Age of Empires or any other RTS. Um, we got uh, an, another uh, old school uh, Counter Strike 1.5. That's really old. Uh, Drew G uh, said Eight Man Land sitting around in a room playing Ice World map with techno blaring in the background. It's perfect. I uh, remember those days. Uh, hashtag Cameron EDM C, Life. Hashtag EDM Life. Cameron C said uh, Quake. It's all about playing Quake on LAN. Uh, my b- good buddy, Andrew S. Um, Smash Bros. Melee, simple game, no no online, don't need to worry about anything. Um, and we got Aaron Kay with, you know, more of the same, Counter-Strike, Battlefield, Titanfall. The funniest one on here, um, uh, response to the question was uh, from Corey B. Uh, and he said, endless hours of anime. Oh, and drugs. Lots and lots of drugs. So I guess anime and drugs is his favorite party game? Hmm? Huh. All right. Sounds like a party game. Uh, I hear it's a one-player
0: <laughs> game most of the time. <laughs>
1: Um, all right. Um, our question for you, this mission objective this week is what is your favorite gaming memory with a non gaming friend or family member? And I'm going to let Josh go first. Um, off the top of my head,
3: the pressure, right off the top of my head, it was my (laughs) playing street fighter with my mom. She was pretty much actually the one who taught me how to play it. And she didn't play games at all. But she had this thing about Blanca. And she just had to play as Blanca as much as she could. She used to trap me in the corner and electrocute the shit out of me, and it made me hate her.
1: Out of context, out of context, that's the funniest thing I've heard all week. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in context.
3: Josh's mom
0: also... is going to be at Evo 2015.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Taking on Daigo Uraharo.
1: That's cool. So, yeah, I that's I would never think a mom would be a good Street Fighter player. So
3: Oh, yeah. I, I got back around right. and beat the crap out of her, so.
1: All right. It's good to know you beat the crap out of your mom. Yeah. Um, Juan Carlos. Uh,
3: that would have to be my
0: my uncle never he always supported us with our video game habit, our our our, both our families. He kept us, you know, in check, and they we were always in the house and they knew where we were all the time. And our cousins we would all play, but there was one game that he would always want to play, and it would be International Superstar Soccer 64. (laughs) Yes. And He would play that at nauseam, and we would go to the video store. You know, the for those of you who are too young, there were stores that rented out video games, not on cartridges, on cartridges of all things, not a download or anything. But we'd get the, we'd go rent a game, and we'd come back, and we could not get him off the sixty four because he would just be playing championship mode on Superstar uh, Superstar Soccer sixty four, and if he, and the only way we would get him off. He would say, you have to beat me to get me off. And so, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm more out of context. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so uh we ended up uh many times writing games and never playing them because we would have to take turns trying to defeat how about that word choice? <laughs> defeat our <laughs> uncle playing international superstar soccer sixty-four.
1: Cool, cool, right on. All right, Derek, yours. Uh, so I've got a couple
2: actually, both pretty short. One, uh, m- my dad kind of has always been a kind of a gamer and, you know, got me into gaming and stuff like that. But he, he fell out of it for a while. And then one year he gets, he picked up an Xbox 360 shortly after the first Gears of War came out. And he got so into Gears of War that like, for instance he would he would bring up examples of why he stopped playing games for the most part he doesn't like he still kind of buys them every once in a while but he doesn't really play them but he said that there was like so many occasions where he would be playing gears of war and my mom would go to work uh and then my mom would come home from work and he would still be playing gears of war like 10 12 14 hours straight like just just online all the time it was hilarious that's Um, awesome secondary uh one of my old co-workers uh when i was at lens crafters like she's you know uh she's got like three kids she's in her late 30s like never played a game before uh um, she hot <sighs> i'm not gonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> she never played a game before i randomly i start talking to her about the walking dead game at some point and the first episode, oh, she, she had like an iPhone. And the first episode was free on iOS at the time. And I think it still is, actually. But she, you know, I was like, if you like, even if you don't play games, if you, oh, cause she really liked the show. I was like, even mm. if you don't play games, like, it's not hard to get into. And it's. Especially on touchscreen. And it's a, and it's a better, it's, you know, it's, like I've said, and like Jonathan said, the Walking Dead game is the best version of The Walking Dead by, by leaps and bounds. And, and then she like, I'm pretty sure like the next day when she came to work, she's like, I finished the first three
1: episodes. (laughs) Like she was
2: just like, like she binged the whole thing and was so into it. And like, it was, it was, it was a really like hilarious and awesome experience. Cause it was like, this is someone that, well, she plays Candy Crush, like, like that kind of stuff, you know, my kind Mm. of games. Um, (laughs) Yes. And then, and then all of a sudden she's binging the walking dead game. It was just very cool. Um, cool. And I'm glad that I could, you know, I'm glad that I could have, I helped her experience that story because that's like, yeah, even if you don't play games, if you like stuff that is awesome, you will enjoy the Walking Dead game and you can play it because it's not hard. Uh, it's just an experience. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, mine, well, I'm going to go super quick. One, yours reminded me of one. Um, One night I was with my uncle, Uh, just staying at my aunt uncle's house and because he was like two on, two off. Uh, he was a medevac pilot um, out in the bush and he was off. and He's like, hey, I just got Missile Command on the PlayStation 1, it's two-player, let's play it. And we played it from, like, 8 o'clock to almost 8 in the morning, and, like, his wife came down to work and, like, screamed at him. She's like, what are you doing up? He's got to go to school! Blah, 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 blah! And, yeah, he got in trouble for playing games, so that was was funny. (laughs) Um, uh, But my favorite has to be these two instances with my dad. Um, in high school i uh, i got suspended for four days because when i went to san francisco with the band um i convinced one of my roommates to climb out the balcony window onto the roof and then well i didn't we all collectively it wasn't like i was some like mind controlling like comic book villain
2: mordecai did it
1: yeah, <laughs> Mordecai, but I was I was part of the problem. We convinced him to, to climb out into the roof, uh, jump down like a, a drain pipe, and walk two miles in Oakland to go to find food, and then come back. And we, it, we got found out, but I got suspended for a couple of days. So they're like, we got to suspend you. And um, my dad was like, oh, that's bullshit, blah blah blah. You know, you didn't do anything. You were just like egging someone on, whatever. So the next day, my dad wakes me up super early, and I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna make me like do chores or whatever. And he's like, hey didn't you say the matrix online beta comes out today and you pre-ordered it i'm like yeah he's like well get in the car we're going to anchorage which is an hour one way away to go to gamestop where you pre-ordered it to pick it up and then you can play it <laughs> and i was like fuck yeah so we go and pick it up came back and he's like all right install it show me what this is all about and i and i showed him the matrix online for about an hour the beta which is my favorite mmo of all time and then secondly i've talked about it before but he would ask me to play Grand Theft Auto 5 so he could follow the story and watch it uh, because that game is like a movie. It's like a movie. And he he wanted, he was invested in the characters in the story. So those are my three moments. All right, everybody. We went long again, but fuck Ubisoft. Fuck them right in their, their French butts. How do you fuck their up a burrito? Wee f- wee. Oui, oui. How do you... How do you fuck up a burrito? Um, as always, you can find us at geekscape.net. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter.
2: Uh, I'm at Going To Sleep Now dot com dot com dot <laughs> org dot gov. Uh, you keep, you keep, you keep you... stepping
1: on Josh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <That's here>. And fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Josh, go now. That's a uh, uh, at Inujoshua dot uh, dot Avi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um I'm X X <laughs> At the King of Mars.
1: And that's that's it. That's Geekscape Games. We are ten minutes over and it is no longer all my fault. It it's pretty much fault. We'll see you next week. Alright, we'll and say bye. <laughs>